For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans, and welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. And today's date is February 21st, 2023, and this is episode number eight. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SiriusXM, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many more. If you enjoy this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can be a part of the first listen club every time a new show is posted about the birds on the bat. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X-26 as I post content daily and send me a message whenever you'd like if you want to hear something specific on the show. All right, guys, I can't believe it's already been episode number eight and we haven't even thrown a a spring training pitch or a regular season pitch for that matter. Um, I'm also in the works of making a actual account for the podcast, so Believe in Cardinals. Um, I actually started the account. I haven't gotten much traction on it itself. I know that account's going to take some time to grow. So um, if you search Believe in St. STL Cards, so that's B-L-E-A-V-N-I-N-S-T-L Cards, you can actually follow the podcast account. And I'm hoping I can get to the point where I'll just post the clips on there. I'll retweet some of my stuff, and I'll also retweet some other things that I see on St. Louis Cardinals Twitter. Um, Look, guys, I'm excited, man. Here we are. I know I say it every show, but we are, what, five days, five days away from Cardinals baseball. And I mean, let's be honest, this is the most exciting spring training of my lifetime, in my opinion. I really do. Um, it's a lot of different things that are different about this that we've talked about, whether it's the, you know, the World Baseball Classic, um, how that plays a f- an effect on the health of our guys or, you know, the way they perform in that is a big deal. Um, also, with that being said, it's a big deal because, and our guys are going to, you know, some of these minor league guys are going to get more at bats. Uh, so that's very exciting. So there's a lot to look forward to when it comes to spring training. Um, I think, you know, unless you're a big time diehard baseball fan or a big time diehard Cardinals fan, and I'm assuming you are if you're listening to this show, casuals won't understand it, right? Like I always talk about you have real diehard fans and casual fans. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being a casual fan. And in some instances, I wish I was a casual fan, right? Like, I mean, all my sports teams, like the Cardinals diehard, man. Like last year when we got eliminated to the Phillies, it was sad. I mean, I was, I was beat up. It take, it takes weeks for me to recover from that. Like the Bengals, when they lost to you know the Kansas City Chiefs, I, I couldn't barely watch is any coverage of the Super Bowl at all. That's how tore up I am about it. Now, whether that's healthy or not, I don't know. And I quite frankly don't really care, right? Because if you're a diehard listening to this podcast and you're a diehard Cardinals fan, then spring training is a big deal for you. Um, so anyway, this episode is not going to be, I don't think it's going to be tremendously long, but I got a couple things I'd like to mention. I think they're important. 
So what I did was I, I kind of want to get a sneak peek of what a sneak peek, excuse me, of what to expect this weekend and all of spring training for that matter. Um, you know, some like what should we expect this upcoming weekend? I know that we have Miles Michaelis is going to pitch one game. I think we have Adam Wainwright pitching one game. I think Jack Flaherty slated to go the third game. Maybe don't don't quote me on that, but I think it's those three guys are going. I don't know exactly when the WBC guys report to their teams for the tournament, but it can't be too long. So at least the first weekend, I'm sure we're going to see the you know the main starters get some playing time. But anyway, yeah, like I said, this episode is going to be out. What do we expect this weekend? Um, I also personally did a 26-man roster prediction, right? So obviously when opening day comes, we have to have a 26-man roster. It has to be cut down. And I really took some time and effort in this. Who is my 26-man roster coming opening day versus the Blue Jays? I also graded the entire roster. I gave them a grade from an A-plus to an F-minus. And fi- every single player, and I'm not going to take bore you with it, but I'm going to go through it, and maybe you disagree, maybe you agree with me. Anyway, let's get started. So, what should we expect this weekend for spring training? Um, so, if you don't know, the Cardinals start spring training at 1.05 p.m. Eastern time. So, I guess that'd be 12.05 Central time against the Marlins on Saturday. Um, and then, or excuse me, against the Nationals, excuse me, on Saturday against the Nationals. On Sunday, we play the Marlins at 1.10 p.m. And the Mets on Monday at 1.05 p.m. So we got three games, Saturday, or Saturday Sunday, Monday. Um, the second game is technically a road game at the Marlins, but, you know, Roger Dean Stadium, the Cardinals and Marlins share that stadium for spring training, so the game will still take place in Roger Dean. Um, I'll be there flying to Fort Lauderdale Friday, so I'm going to be at all three of those first three spring training games. Can't wait. I'm excited. See the guys in person. See Jordan Walker in person. So let's transition. What? What should we expect this weekend? Well, the first thing's first, and I've said it multiple times, there's going to be a lot of exposure for Jordan Walker this entire spring training and this weekend. Um, I I expect him to start this weekend. Now, you could say, hey, you want the WBC guys to get at-bats, <clears throat> but I th- actually expect Jordan Walker to play this weekend. I think, um, I think he's going to start. I don't know if it's going to be all the games, but I expect him to start this weekend and be in the majority of the games this entire spring. Um, and even if this main starters, when I say main starters, you know, the guys that should theoretically start, right? Like Dylan Carlson, Tyler O'Neill, Lars Newtbar. That's what I mean when I say main starters. Um, so I expect to see a lot of Jordan Walker this weekend. Um, we're going to have to, obviously, I'm excited to see Wilson Contreras this weekend. I put up a tweet right before I recorded this show that my main quality that I like the most out of Wilson Contreras thus far is just his will to win and how bad he wants to win. You know, Wilson Contreras would love to be competing in the WBC for his country, right? And he, he he's chose not to. If that doesn't show commitment to the new team, then I really don't know what does. Um, and, you know, you can just tell the guy wants to win. The whole Cardinals roster wants to win. Jack Flaherty, like, he almost got emotional talking about it. He wants to win. So anyway, I'm excited to see Wilson Contreras this weekend. That's what we should look out for. I want to see how he meshes with the guys. I know it's just, you know, beginning of the season and stuff like that. And it's just uh, beginning of spring training. So I'm still excited to see how that pans out this weekend. Um, also want to keep an eye out for the WBC pitchers. Keep an eye out on Adam Wainwright. I'm not as concerned this weekend about the position players getting injured. And I mean, I'm, I'm knocking on wood if you can hear that because I'm not trying to jinx anybody, but there's a reality of the situation. I'm not that concerned with the position players being like per se injured this weekend, but when it comes to the pitchers, it's an entire different 
you know, topic, right? Because if there's one fear of these WBC pitchers getting injured, it's right now is when they're trying to ramp up getting ready for the season. So you take these guys reporting to camp, and granted, they, they're professionals. They should be in a position where they're ready to pitch in the WBC, but you get these guys that they got to get thrown into a real intense baseball game come March in the WBC. And that might not pan well. So I'm excited. I'm really, really interested to see how Adam Wainwright looks. I mean, let's be honest. If he's going to pitch a lot in the WBC, he should be in, you know, April, May form already. Now, whether that has repercussions down the line, we don't know. That's determined to be seen. Uh, determined to be seen. But we'll see. Keep an eye on that this weekend. Um, who is the odd man out in the outfield? Now, this isn't just a particular question for this weekend. But who is the odd man out in the outfield? I was really thinking about how much depth that the Cardinals have in the outfield. And I know generally we don't look as look at depth as a problem, and it shouldn't be. Depth is normally a really good thing. But depth has a lot of question marks with this team. Jordan Walker, Tyler O'Neill, Lars Newtbar, Dylan Carlson, Juan Yepes. Who is going to be the odd man left out? I mean, it's one of these, so all these guys can't start in the outfield come opening day. So, I'm going to, I'm going to harp on this a little bit more later in the show, but I'm excited. I mean, every at bat is going to matter in this spring training. Um, it was said, Mike, or Ali Marmol said today that Dylan Carlson is going to be competing with Tyler O'Neill for the center fielder position. That's a, that's interesting. Dylan Carlson's normally been penciled in to that center field spot. And I still think it's his to lose. And yes, Tyler O'Neill is playing center field for the Canadian team and is in the WBC. So that, that might have something to do with it, but, um, it was very interesting. Dylan Carlson's in a, in a, in a position battle for Tyler or with Tyler O'Neill for center field. Um, you know, to, to even go further deep on the outfield and something to keep out on this weekend is this is why I've said that someone's going to be traded come trade deadline because they have so much depth and that's why it causes confusion. And, you know, on the other side, it, it causes competition. Um, you know, we can't have O'Neill and Yepes. And th- I mean, think about it. It even gets deeper than that. O'Neill, Juan Yepes, Brendan Donovan, Mercado, Lars Newbar, Jordan Walker. Who am I missing? Uh, Burleson, uh, Dylan Carlson. I didn't even say him. So, like, there's tons of guys' names, man. And that's why I've said all offseason that this team's going to look different come trade deadline. Okay. So, it's something to keep an eye out on. Um, guys going through 500 at bats. That's just what they naturally want. Um, you know, guys like Nolan Gorman and Juan Yepes and these young guys trying to get into the everyday lineup, they want 500 at bats a season. And look, I don't know. I was a pitcher, um, through my whole life, pitcher in college. And I don't know what it's like to try and get in a rhythm when it comes to hitting right and, and coming off the bench and hitting, but I do know it has to have some correlation with pitching, Guys want their innings. It's hard to catch a rhythm when you're trying to pitch and you just pitch once every two, two and a half weeks, right? Like, and then you're judged very heavy on that one outing. And the same thing goes with these young guys in, in, in hitting. We have to keep an eye out on spring training of all these guys because these at-bats do matter. But the reality of it is the Cardinals are so deep that they're going to have to perform in limits to that bats. And I would say one of my biggest fears is somebody like Nolan Gorman who doesn't get a, you know, a real chance with the Cardinals and we trade him and then he becomes a superstar with another team. You know, that, that's a fear, but it's just the reality of having so many guys. All right. Um, you know, 
Nolan Gorman, too. This is the last thing I want to talk about before I transition into the grades of the team. But Nolan Gorman, let's let's talk about him a little bit. Is he's truly he's a third baseman, okay? And obviously with Nolan Arnado, Gorman's not going to play third base. Where is he going to play and get consistent at bats? Where does it come from? You know, it can't be second base with Donovan playing there, or if DeYoung, you know, let, let's say even say Paul DeYoung performs really well and he somehow gets his shortstop spot. Well, it doesn't mean that Gorman's going to play because Edmonds going to end up playing second. Edmonds a starter, so. My guess is 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 it's going to be Juan Yepes and Nolan Gorming platooning the DH spot this season, and I mean that should be good at bats, right? Juan Yepes faces the lefties, Gorman faces the righties, and I, it's a hot take. It's time for the first hot take of this episode that I've had. I think Nolan Gorman is going to be traded by trade deadline. I really do. I think that he is, and that when I say misfit, that shouldn't be a disrespectful term. I'm saying as far as the way this roster is constructed constructed, and the way this team is constructed and the way our infielders are, you know, just Tom Yedman can play short and Tom Yedman play, can play second and Brendan Donovan can play outfield and he can play second. Tommy, I mean, excuse me, there's just not a spot for Nolan Gorman unless he's the everyday DH. And that is a real chance, but I do think that he's going to be traded come trade deadline. So anyway, I'm going to transition into the roster grade sheet. I gave a grade for every single one of these players. And um, when we come back, I'm going to take a quick little break. I'm going to give you my 26-man roster. And um, also with that 26-man roster, I'm going to give you the grade for each of these players. We'll be right back. Keep it here on the Believe in Cardinals podcast. All right, welcome back to the Believe in St. Louis Cardinals podcast. I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. And as always, you can follow this. Excuse me. You can always follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X-26 as I post content every single day about the Cardinals. So before the little break there, I said I'm going to give you my 26-man roster, and I'm going to do that now. So the St. Louis Cardinals 26-man roster presented by me, Braxton Wheeler, whether you hate it, whether you love it, um, Let's see, where did she go? Here it is. All right, first player. So I'm, 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 I pretty much did this by position players, and then I did pitchers, okay? So um, let's just do the 26-man roster, then I'll give the grade. So I'm going to read 26 names in the roster. Wilson Contreras, obviously. Andrew Kisner, Nolan Arenado, Paul DeYoung, Brendan Donovan, Tommy Edmond, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Gorman, Dylan Carlson, Lars Newtbar, Tyler O'Neill, Juan Yepes, Alec Burleson, Jack Flaherty, Miles Michaelis, Stephen Matz, Adam Wainwright, Jordan Montgomery, Jordan Hicks, Ryan Helsley, Giovanni Gallegos, Andre Palante, Genesis Cabrera, Drew Verhagen, Zach Thompson, and the 26th man, Jake Woodford. And just for the heck of it, I'll put my 27th man honorable mention, Packy Naughton. <laughs> okay, so a lot went into this. Okay, a lot went into this. 
Wilson Contreras and Andrew Kisner obviously are two catchers. Okay, very simple there. Everybody else is pretty straightforward as far as the infield goes. But let's talk about the pitching. Let's talk about the pitching a little bit. So, and obviously our rotation is pretty base, pretty straightforward here with Jack Flaherty, Miles Michaelis, Steven Matz, Adam Wainwright, and Jordan Montgomery. Those five guys are penciled in. That's our guys. Not saying it won't change, but that's the ones that are going to get, the, get the, the starts. When it comes to the bullpen, though, it was tricky, and I had to put I had to put a left, you know, some left-handers in there like Zach Thompson because we needed some left-handers. I I put Jake Woodford in there because I think he was actually under underrated last season. I think he I think he's starting to mature. I think he's really starting to pound the zone. I think he's starting to control his pitches. His last velocity looks good. I think Jake Woodford's a guy that's going to get a lot more innings this year than we think. Um some of this stuff could change. Obviously, notice I didn't have Jordan Walker on there. Reason being is like I said he's never taken a triple A at bat. Um, but you know, with that being said, it, it is, he has a chance to make the opening day roster in spring training. So that's my 26 man roster. You know, whether you love it, whether you hate it, that's where I think we're at. Let's get to the grades of these players. This, so the grades that I did for the players is all 40 man. So this is a 40 man spring training roster that we're sitting with at, at this moment. Okay. Here we go. Genesis Cabrera, B minus. And when I, I took everything into account when I did this grade sheet. So I took their, I mean, literally everything from the contract, how much money they're making, to their performance in the last year, to their health, to their durability, to how much they're available, stuff like that. So Genesis Cabrera, B minus. And he's close to a C plus, but I did B minus. Jack Flaherty, B minus. Okay. His availability, right? The biggest you know, the biggest problem when it comes to players is their availability. And he just hasn't been available yet. And last year he wasn't good when he was. So I'm still, he's hanging on to a B minus Giovanni Gallegos, a minus Ryan Helsley, all-star a plus Jordan Hicks, a B minus Dakota Hudson, C minus Matthew Libertor, C Steven Matz, a D miles, Michaelis, a plus Jordan Montgomery, B plus Packy Naughton, C plus. Andre Pallante, B plus. Jojo Romero, C minus. Chris Stratton, C. Zach Thomas, C plus. Drew Verhagen, C. Adam Wainwright, B minus. Jake Woodford, B. Wilson Contreras, an A minus. Ivan Herrera, a C. Andrew Kisner, a D plus. Nolan Arnado, an A plus. Paul DeYoung, an F plus. Brendan Donovan, B plus. Tommy Edmond, A minus. Paul Goldschmidt, A+, Nolan Gorman, a B, Alec Burleson, a C+, and Dylan Carlson, a B. And last three, Lars Newtbar, an A-. minus. Um, that's, a, that's a pretty generous grade for him, but I really see good things with him. Tyler O'Neill, C+, and availability, man. He's got to stay healthy. Juan Yepes, B+. So, obviously, I'm not going to go over 40 guys. If you want to rewind, rewind that and listen to those grades, you can. Um, I went, there's a lot that went into those things. Um, look, man, at the end of the, the only F I gave out was Paul DeYoung and I'm sorry, man, I, I feel bad for Paul DeYoung, but at the end of the day, this, when it comes to like a guy getting an F plus like Paul DeYoung, he's getting paid a lot of money. And at this point I, I've, I've came to the realization, everyone's always talking about Paul DeYoung's his swing, right? And in spring training, he looks good and in the spring training, he switched it up. But to me, it's more in his head, if that makes sense. 
I've not, when he's tried this stuff, he's tried switching his swing, he's tried switching his mechanics and, and stuff like that. But that's why I gave him an F plus, man. I think it's in his head, and I just think he can't get out of his own head. So um, when it came to the bullpen and that 26-man roster and the grades, you know, it's it sounds really basic, but who is going to get guys out? That's all that matters to me. You know, I don't care about anything flashy. I just want guys in the bullpen who will pound the zone, pitch to contact, and get guys out. It sounds like I'm a pitching coach, but it's the truth. Strikeouts are great, but at the end of the day, the bullpen is a question mark, and the team needs some of these guys to really step up in spring training. So that those eight guys that are going to be in the bullpen, spring training is huge. Every out's huge. Every inning's huge. Um, you know, this is this is my most excited I've ever been about a Cardinal spring training. Okay, and really, what I want to close with here is let's talk about the outfield one more time and why I think. If there's one thing that you should come away with before we start spring training, I'm going to try to record one more show on Thursday because I'm not going to be able to while I'm in Florida. But when it comes to our outfielders, let me read these names. Alec Burleson, Dylan Carlson. Okay. Alec Burleson, Dylan Carlson, Lars Newtbar, Tyler O'Neill, Juan Yepes. You know, there's going to be some guys that are left out of the opening day roster, and there's going to be some talented guys that are left out on the opening day roster, okay? Um, you know, I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know how it's going to play out. Let me pick – let's picture it like this, right? So let's picture it like this. And this could be the worst analogy ever. But let's say you and your say you and your boys, or if you're a girl watching you and your girls go out one night, and it's, it's a Saturday night, and it's like 2 a.m., and at this point you guys are like just – there's – everyone's – Half of you guys are ready to stay. Half of you guys are ready to leave. But at the end of the day, someone's going to leave first. Someone's going to leave first. I don't know who it's going to be, but someone's going to leave first. And that's kind of what I'm looking at with these, these outfielders. So these all these outfielders are not going to stay on this roster come July. And I know that um, sounded a little bit – that was an awful comparison. But, like, you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, you're with your friends, and somebody's got to leave at the end. So that's all I got. That's some things to keep an eye out on for spring training this weekend. And that was my 26-man roster. We'll see how close it is. I'll come back to this and we'll compare if I got it got it right or not. Um, anyway, that's all I got. I'm going to record a podcast on Thursday, I'm hoping. And then the next podcast will be probably a recap once I fly back home on, um, I guess it would be Tuesday. So I'll try to record one either Thursday and then Tuesday next week or Thursday and Wednesday next week. Anyway, that's all I got. Have a fantastic week, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Believe in Cardinals podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.